0: Welcome to Nethone's Darknet Summary Nethone is a fintech company that fights online transaction fraud using its proprietary software solution. In order to keep clients safe, we keep track of what's happening in the Darknet, the sometimes murky underbelly of the web where fraudsters exchange the tools and knowledge to plan their criminal activities. That's why we've created this podcast to share with you what our experts have found during their investigations. In the latest Darknet summary, we take a look at some major dark web events that occurred amidst the ongoing war in Ukraine. In April, we saw two major dark web takedowns, the seizure of the Hydra marketplace and raid forums. We will explain how users of the dark web find themselves in a situation where they must grapple with sanctions but also face new opportunities as real world events continue to affect the dark web. Cast your mind back two years. The onset of the COVID 19 pandemic in 2020 increased opportunities for fraudsters to use tools found in the dark web to succeed with account takeovers and identity theft. They did so with social engineering attacks against a rising number of new e commerce users. A year later, the colonial pipeline attack led to a dark web backlash against ransomware operators. And now in 2022, with financial sanctions against Russia affecting exchange rates, fraudsters have had to adapt to some serious challenges. But where there are difficulties, there are also opportunities. This is how the dark web functions a series of continuous ups and downs. Here to explain more about the latest dark web takedowns is NetOne's intelligence specialist, Michal Barbash.
1: Dark web takedowns are nothing new. In fact, Most fraudsters understand that no good things last forever and that the forums and marketplaces which they frequent will eventually disappear. This is not entirely a shock, as fraudsters are accustomed to continually adapting and they will simply create new forums and marketplaces to replace their old haunts. What's different in the case of the latest dark web takedowns is the timing during the ongoing war in Ukraine and the targets themselves having a huge following. For example, Hydra is formerly the world's largest dark web marketplace with 2.5 million users. Raid forums had around 500,000 members before it was taken down. On 5th April, it was announced that a joint operation by German and US law enforcement led to the closure of the Russian-speaking Hydra. It was one of the biggest drug marketplaces on the dark web, but also popular for cryptocurrency laundry, obtaining digital goods, and a whole host of other fraud-related activities and services. Hydra accounted for the dark web's largest share of revenue from 2015 to 2020 and was commonly used for coordinating drug trafficking within Russia. This has posed a challenge to Russian fraudsters, who are already feeling the effects of international financial sanctions. In our previous episode, we mentioned that the English-speaking raid forums was hacked and replaced with a phishing site in late February. The culprits were rumored to be pro-Russian hackers, or even competitors, acting against raid forums whose admins had declared a pro-Ukrainian stance in the ongoing war in Ukraine. There was even speculation that law enforcement was involved, and then on the 12th of April the US Justice Department announced the seizure of RAID Forums' main and mirror domains. RAID forums was one of the best-known forums on the dark web, particularly popular with those that wished to commit low or medium-level financial crimes. It was a place where fraudsters could find illegally obtained account credentials, databases and network access credentials and instructions. For many fraudsters, it was an entry-level venue to start their hacking or fraud activity. The seizure of these
0: dark web havens must be a blow to hackers and fraudsters, but are there any alternatives to them?
1: There are, of course, alternatives to these sites that have quickly sprung up to fill the void left by these takedowns. Previously, we thought that Raid Forum's replacement could be done by one of their competitors. Those competitors are, for example, Nulled Forum and Cracked Forum. They have nearly the same profile as Raid forums and many threat actors were present at all three forums. Because of the Raid forum Caesar, many of them will be more active on the nulled and the cracked forum. Although one new kit on the blog that everyone should keep an eye on is Bridge.co, a dark web data leak site which has been dubbed the new Raid forums, partly down to looking almost identical to its predecessor. A similar situation has arisen with Mega Marketplace, which could replace Hydra to become the new go-to marketplace on the Russian dark web. Apart from them, there are dozens of forums and dark web markets available. And if marketplaces and forums are not enough, plenty of fraudsters, especially Russian speakers, use the Telegram Instant Messaging service to exchange fraud resources and knowledge.
0: So despite major takedowns, new alternatives have quickly replaced the former heavyweights of the dark web. Mihal, can you tell us how Russian-speaking fraudsters are working around the impact of financial sanctions?
1: Cryptocurrencies are a huge benefit to fraudsters. Although cryptocurrencies have always been popular in cybercrime circles due to the possibility of keeping transactions anonymous, they partly enable Russian fraudsters to avoid the negative impacts of sanctions. Hydra's cryptocurrency laundering services were crucial in this regard, and this worked fine right up until the marketplaces' takedown. Currently, fraudsters have limited options, but this doesn't mean they cannot continue making gains. Armenia, China and Vietnam did not sign up to sanction Russia. Therefore, transferring money through these countries has been beneficial. For example, UnionPay, a Chinese payment system, has become an alternative to Western payment systems. Some fraudsters favor using decentralized cryptocurrency exchanges, while others have even discussed purchasing gold. Sanctions hard, but fraudsters can still overcome the pain.
0: Fascinating as always, Michal. Thank you. Takedowns have had an impact on how fraudsters operate in the dark web. But it all feels temporary, especially as replacement marketplaces and forums pop up almost immediately. This, coupled with experienced Russian fraudsters being able to work around financial sanctions, means that the threat they pose to e-commerce merchants, financial institutions and everyday users of such services remains high. We will continue to monitor the dark web for future developments. That's the end of the Darknet Summary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month for the latest episode of the Darknet Summary. Our blog at nethone.com also contains a wealth of expert analysis on the dark web and anti-fraud issues in general, so feel free to check us out. If you wish to contact us regarding anything you've listened to or have general suggestions for us we'd be delighted to hear from you. Send us an email to contact at nethorn.com